Welcome to Maybe Recommend, a show where we talk about movies, music, and more. I'm joined with my co-host, Sean. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, yeah so we're going to continue our Carpenter kick, I think. Uh, well, I know, because I watched these two movies. <laughs> <laughs> I think you only watched one, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen it. I've watched Halloween a while back. Okay, yeah, and well, I'll keep it fresh in your mind. I, I'm sure, like, because last episode, I was like, oh, they don't really show Michael Myers that much. He's through the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, you see glimpses of him, but, like, I mean, he's prominent, so uh, that that's our first film that we're going to talk about, too. So right off the bat, um, one of the things I looked up and found out about it was that it is the highest-grossing indie film of all time. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, they take into account inflation into that figure. Sure. Because otherwise it was like my big fat Greek wedding or something. But um Which is still no Passion of the Christ. That's what it was. <laughs> but um it it costs three hundred thousand to make and gross seventy million. Wow. Yeah. So I can see how that put Carpenter on the map, you know. Especially sure. since he got his name on it as John Carpenter's Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, it's his. Um, yeah. Um, so it's a horror film that revolves around Mike Myers, right? And, uh, well, he's a psychopath who's escaped a mental institution right. and returns to Haddonfield, Illinois on a, ha a Halloween night and then, uh, embarks on a murderous rampage. <laughs> Would you disagree with that? Well, so I have a question cause I know that in the movie they, mm -hmm. in, they mentioned that he is Michael Myers, but they also call him the shape. So well, how right, does that that's, work? Well, the shape, I think, is the character once he's out of the asylum. Like, okay. Where he's stalking them. So he becomes the that's, shape. That's the shape. Yeah, but I think that was more of a colloquial for the set where, like, I mean, I know he's billed as the shape, but, like, in right. the movie them itself, they call him the boogeyman. So I, I guess that's why I was confused because I remember he was billed as the shape. And yeah. I can't. I can't remember if that's worked into the, the film because, like, they address him as Michael Myers. Doesn't Loomis talk about him as being Michael yeah, Myers? Yeah, Loomis talks about okay. him. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I guess that's where I was a little confused. Um, yeah, he, no, uh, they, they do. They talk about Mike. Okay. I know I'm on a first-name basis. Huh? Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> I think that's what yeah, you would uh, want. <laughs> so... Uh, but speaking of Dr. Loomis, right, you know, like I really liked his character. He, he chases him since the beginning of the film. Like, I didn't remember that either. Yeah. Like it, it opens up with like Loomis going there and Michael he's, Myers he's steals out, right? the car. Yeah. And then Michael Myers jumps from the back up onto the car and spooks the nurse out of it, gets in and drives off. Right. Later in the movie, right. Lewis brings attention to the fact he's like, yeah, he's like, how how could he escape? He doesn't know how to drive. And he's like, well, someone must have taught him. <laughs> you know? like, like, yeah, like, like who that taught they him? That. They need to get to yeah. the bottom of that. Yeah, he's been locked up since he's six years old. How did he, you know, definitely drive the car? Right, right. They're like, we better shoehorn that in. But um, yeah, well, think of how awkward it would be if you've got this ultimate evil character and he jumps in the mm -hmm. car and then he just can't. <laughs> he can't yeah. leave. He stalls it. It, it gets yeah. into a stick shift. And he's like, ah, oh. ah, oh. yeah. Uh, 
That's well, it. Okay, so that brings, uh, you know, like I'm, we're doing a little bit of a synopsis of the show, right? But yeah, like, yeah. later on, you know, he's cruising by and he, Annie, right? One of the, the teenage leads who are in their late 20s. You are. Uh, <laughs> shouts at him and he stops the car, right? Mm-hmm. Is that when he targets them? Because they have no relation to him whatsoever. You know, I mean, is that what makes him pick them out? It's got to be, right? Because, so, let me, the film opens with Michael Myers, right? Right. uh, Well, well, yes, as a young child. Yeah, you don't realize it, but you're... All POV. It's the POV, and Mm -hmm. uh, the babysitter ends up getting stabbed to death. And then no, the, it's a sister. Is it the sister? Okay. Well, so uh, again, you haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, it's like, been a, it's a, it's been a little while. So the the girl so, gets stabbed. Well, before that, <laughs> she's downstairs with her boyfriend. Right. One minute later, they go up to have sex. Uh-huh. Presumably, right? right? Right. It takes one minute for him to walk into the house, and the guy's coming down the stairs, putting his shirt on. I think that's a joke. I think John Carpenter's got like he's got some solid jokes in here. Is that is that meant to be? Is it meant to it's be in real be. time? Yeah, because you watch him right. walk up to the house, walk around the house. It's all like we said POV, mm-hmm. and then he walks in, and by the time he's coming to the stairs, the boyfriend's coming down the stairs. Yeah, that's that's a great joke. It's a pretty funny joke, um, and so this movie's way funnier than I remember it being, and way less gr- gross. Like. It's not graphic at all. Like, even the stabbing scene of his sister mm-hmm. is kind of like, it's obscured by the mask. Okay. And the blood that they show Isn't is like... just on the knife? It, no, there is some on her chest. Okay. But, like, um, it's minimal. Like, it, it's not like, like, you don't see gaping wounds. It's just like somebody threw some paint over her. Right. All I remember is him, uh, uh, you're in his point of view. And him raising the knife and bringing it down mm-hmm. and seeing blood yep. on the knife. But I don't even remember if that's accurate. And then I remember the big reveal, uh, spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen a 40-year-old movie, <laughs> is they pull the, the mask off. And that's when you realize the killer is a six-year-old boy. Oh, no. He, he walks out of the front of the house okay. and you see him in his clown outfit right. and pulling the mask it, off. But he's holding the knife. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's holding this the knife and his parents show up. Uh, yeah. So that's that's when he gets locked up. And then the next time you see him is when he's escaping the institution, right? So Yeah, it's only like a glimpse of him in a gown. Right. I, I mean, do, do you remember that scene when they're driving up to the hospital? Yeah. That's when he's yeah, telling so, her how evil he is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she says... The only thing I can't stand is their gibberish, how they keep ranting on. Talking and about like, the, the inmates? The, the the inmates, yeah. Yeah. And, and he's like, you don't have to worry about that. He hasn't spoken a word in 15 years. He is so drunk in that scene. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Donald Pleasant's like, complete drinking problem. So, and it, I think it really shows in the, the making of this film. So... Mike Myers is around 21. Yeah, no, okay. let's see. He was six. He was six when he got... Yeah, okay, 21. Yeah, you're right. Right on the math there. Uh, that's good. 
pretty simple. <laughs> um, well, well, it's still a okay. pretty good memory. So, I mean, I don't know if I mentioned he was six when he. Yeah, we were talking about it. Um, mm. I just uh, so my I guess like when you see Michael Myers, I always think like in his thirties. So it's interesting yeah. to kind of place him as like twenty-one. But I guess yeah. that, that makes sense for the sequels and Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, that's another thing too, right. right? Is as the the series went on, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis becomes his sister, but she's not in the first film. She's not his sister, correct? It that is absolutely correct. And in, in fact, when I went to watch this uh, for this podcast, I accidentally started watching the 2018 version <laughs> and they make a point jamie lee curtis says like i don't like, i don't remember exactly who says it to be honest but like uh they make a point of saying that no he was not my brother i don't know how that rumor got started you know so when or, yeah when in in you watching the remake and jamie lee mm -hmm. curtis being in her like she's close to what 70 now yeah, something like that. When did you realize it was the remake, not the original? <laughs> I, re I realized pretty quickly. Like, okay. so the credits were like really crisp, and it had a Bloomhouse or Blumhouse yeah. logo. And I was like, Blumhouse? How long have they been? They yeah. been around that long? Around for and this long? <laughs> it's like really crisp and clear. I'm like, huh? Okay. And the pumpkin is like not. It's like doing a reverse decay effect on it oh does it open this, with the pumpkin it does yeah it opens cool. with the pumpkin That's um uh you know like i said reverse decay and uh and then it comes in on that and i was like i'm watching the wrong movie so I, I thought you know i'll watch this for a little bit and then it gets really really graphic and gross the only thing i liked about it is that michael myers apparently aged into a shaved head gray-haired old man with a close cropped beard and i thought that was a pretty good look for him yeah but like in the original we never see adult myers face correct the, the, no you do you do you you do yeah i don't yeah, remember so, that um shit we'll, we'll get to that at the end here you know like i, I want to go over a few more scenes before we, we sure, wrap sure. out of it but like um you you, you do definitely see his face in one one scene. Oh, that's um, it's crazy. So I don't remember that, which is odd, because I think that'd be something that would have stuck in my head. Well, I remember him getting the mask out of the hardware store. Like, I remember seeing the scene where he gets it, but that's not in the film. That's not in there? So no. th that must be in one of the sequels. I don't know. I, I know it, that... Um, I bet it is. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm going to go back to the 2018 version real quick. Okay. There's podcasting in it. Oh, okay. Well, that's that yeah. giveaway. That's all I wanted to mention is that they had to modernize it and bring in people, and they couldn't be radio hosts or anything. It had to be very of the time. So, so podcasters are. Do you remember that uh, the Halloween? I can't remember which one it was, but it was the one with Buster Rhymes. It's notoriously bad. But oh yeah, they had a reality TV show. Yeah, that was Halloween H2O, right? Was it H2O? I honestly, they stopped with the naming, like the numbering convention, and I, yeah. I get them all confused. I don't know which one is which. But I mean, there's like well, 10 I of think, them, right? 
if it's Halloween H2O, mm-hmm. that one has both uh, Lee. Jen Lee uh, and Jamie Lee Curtis in it, like the fog does. Okay. And their mother daughter, you know. And so that's kind of cool. Oh, okay. That is cool. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll get to the fog. In right. A bit, but the fog is uh, the other movie cool we're talking J about. Was in the H2O. I thought it was. I'm ju- I'm thinking of the one with Buster Rhymes because he's got I, a terrible Buster Rhymes. I know. Yeah, like he he actually beats up Michael Myers, and it's it's really bad. I am looking at that. Right I don't. Now. I I don't think that. I don't think it's that Halloween was Halloween Resurrection 2002. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's a really a bad film. <laughs> well, <laughs> I haven't. Seen, I fell off a little bit with like uh, slasher flicks. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's I not mean, my favorite genre. You know, that's probably my least favorite part of like Halloween's legacy is. Mm-hmm. So he creates this movie and does really well, right? Yeah. And so in well, he comp- also creates that genre, right? So in competition, uh, a few years later, they make um, um, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, which. The first one has kind of that, the gimmicky twist, right? Yeah. Um, where it's the mother. But as right. it goes on, like, the one thing they really cemented was the the idea of this otherworldly, um, nonverbal antagonist that I think is just really boring. Um, I don't... That's not really my problem with it. It's just uh, I don't mind an out-of-the-gate slasher flick okay right? usually they're 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 kind of interesting or like they're kind of fun they can mm-hmm. be fun it's when you get to the twos and the threes and you know you start racking up those numbers that you're like i i don't i don't get going back to that well well they're not even wanting a separate second bite at the apple they're eating the whole thing and taking a new apple you know well sure i i just one thing that the genre's kind of known for is this like a complete lack of personality in the killer? That's one of the reasons I really mm-hmm. like Freddy Krueger, right? Is because he's yeah. like the he's all personality, and it can get a little hammy. He's not in the originals though, like in the very first ones. He is. No. Yeah, he's got no, personality. Like, he's not. He doesn't, he doesn't he's not, make all the jokes, but he's yeah, got he's a not personality. And, yeah. yeah he, okay. He does. You know what? You're right. I, I'm I'm backing off on that one. He has more personality than Freddie or actually um, Michael Myers, right? Or uh, than Jason, than, um, Jason or Michael Myers. Yeah, no, totally. Like that's part of he antagonizes people, like even verbally, like and he'll do things to himself, like he mutilates mm-hmm. himself. And I mean, there's some really good opportunity for effects in there, but that's true. Yeah, yeah, like I I like that in Halloween. Like one of the things Carpenter does really well is like you you sent me a picture when you realized that um, Myers was seen throughout the film and you're yeah. like look here he's doing laundry and you sent me that picture of him <laughs> yeah. like yeah, uh, between the the hanging laundries but yeah. those, those images are chilling like. And oh yeah, it's startling, and he, r- he's there and he's gone. Right, you know it, it is. It's nice. Right, he uses that to great effect. And the problem mm-hmm. is, it's like when that gets overused, it loses any, any, any power. Oh, sure. And so I think that the first 
film that's really effective. And it's just as it goes on, it just gets tired, you know. And yeah, and and, and they try to like when they do a reboot of the film, I think it also loses something in it too. Sure, like. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about that actually yeah, yeah. with uh, the next film because, like, I I watched the remake of it as well with the fog. Yeah, I'd um, like to hear your take on that. Yeah, I, it's coming. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to get into a few things. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, with, I didn't with, mean uh, to. No, no, no. That's fine. Um, with Halloween, though, um, there are the main cast of, of babysitters essentially. Okay. You know that they're walking along. They insult Michael. He stops. Annie is like my favorite character, and she's like she's the one of the babysitters. Catalyst. Yeah, she's the she's the babysitter. Really, I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Laurie is is a babysitter, she, but like she's the one that he goes after. Isn't she's just like a neighbor girl, right? No, she's babysitting the neighbor girl. Okay, Lindsay, okay. and so. Um, they're across the street from each other. They talk about how that'd be kind of cool. You know, you could come over and see me. And, uh, then like later on, they're driving around smoking pot and you see their dad in the broken hardware store. Like that to me, that the dialogue in that seemed the most believable. Like when they're driving off and Jamie Lee Curtis is like, he knew, I think he could smell it. It's just like, he didn't know. Like it felt very teenagerish. Yeah. Yeah, they were literally right before they pulled up to talk to their or Annie's dad. But I, I wanted more of her in the film. Like, I think she did such a good job. Yeah. Do you think she was better than Jamie Lee Curtis? Oh, not at all. I think Jamie Lee Curtis brought something to the film that, like, uh, I don't know. She, she's very sweet and believable. And when she's making popcorn with the kids and then he, she's, she's laying out the night and He's like, can we do this? And she's like, no, we'll make jack-o'-lanterns. And he's like, can I do this? And then she's like, after the after the jack-o'-lanterns, we'll make popcorn, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And then, so, like, it, it felt like the their interaction, not only with the children, but each other, feels very natural. I just liked the character of Annie. Okay. Yeah. The character I didn't like in it was um, Bob, like, uh, the girl who says uh, totally a lot. Her, her boyfriend, he makes okay. a really creepy comment about taking her clothes off and then taking off Lindsay's, who is a child oh. in the film. Yeah. I, I don't know why that's well. in there. Super gross. But, but yeah, like, I, 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 I was like, yeah, I'm okay with Mike killing him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really like... I think that's uh, the... Do you, the hmm. Oh, I think that's kind of the trick, right? Is You want to make... Um, likable characters, but I think there yeah. there should be some characters that you don't mind seeing, you know, get get uh, taken out. Yeah, that's true. Like Donald Pleasance in the film is pretty funny in points too. Like, um, there, do you remember the scene where uh, Lonnie is walking up to the Michael Myers house and mm -hmm. the, his friends are daring him to go up there? And then from behind the bushes, uh, Donald uh, Loomis says, get your ass away from there. <laughs> it scares the kid. I, and then literally seconds that. after the cop comes up and scares Loomis. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, 
going through it, I had a really good time. I thought there was some serious, funny jokes in there. The the uh, Michael Myers dressing up in a sheet and putting on Bob's glasses. Oh yeah, I do remember yeah. that. What was who was that for? That was just for him to entertain himself. Yeah. Well, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't use that to scare. Ooh, isn't that towards the end? Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, yeah. In the, in he the walks into. Yeah, no, it's in the first house. He's still okay. So he he takes Annie out on the phone or not on the phone. He in the car, right? Uh huh. And then he goes inside the house and positions her upstairs, right? And the kid sees him across the street and he's like, "Ah, oh, the boogeyman!" And then they look out there. There's nobody out there, right? right? And then, um, then Totally Girl and Bob show up. Totally Girl to go fool around. Okay. In in the house, you know, and then like, oh, they're not home, so we'll wait for her to get back or whatever. And he kills Bob downstairs. Okay. And he comes upstairs wearing a sheet and has glasses. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah, that's kind of just cool. to mess with her for a second before he gets in there to choke her to death on the phone. Right. Uh, which is a great setup. So earlier in the, the film, uh huh. Uh, Annie calls Lori and is making some chewing sounds, which she takes as an obscene call, right? Okay. And calls her back. And then when, uh, I guess, I, I wish I could remember the uh, character's name, but we'll just call her Totally Girl. Um, she gets a phone call out to Lori as well, rather than the police for some reason, while she's getting choked <laughs> to death. And she takes it as another like attempt at a joke of an obscene, obscene phone call. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty cool. So, do you remember the ending? This is the part with the mask. You don't remember so, that. So, I remember, like, what I remember, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. So, they sure. end up shooting him, and he falls mm-hmm. out a window, right? But yes. they shoot him, like, six times. Right. And then, is that when he loses the mask? And then he's, I know he's on the ground, and he, he disappears. So, I think... Okay, now I'm getting a little confused in my head. So Lori's in the closet, and she Mm -hmm. gets him in the eye with a coat hanger. Okay. And then he lays down and pretends like he's dead for the second time in the film. First time, she stabs him in the neck with a knitting needle, and uh, then the second time with a coat hanger. And he gets up, and he's got her, and and Loomis, I think, shoots him once. And he pulls his mask up, and you see his full face. And then he pulls it back down. Loomis shoots him like five more times. He falls out the window. Then they look out the window. He's gone. Pans out to the street. Ambiguous ending. Okay. You know, so he's already setting up that that's his thing, I guess. Right. And that's where they decided to, like, make the sequel. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know if it was set up for a sequel or more of a, ooh, the boogeyman's out there kind of, you know. My understanding is, uh, and I could be wrong, but Mm -hmm. my understanding was the carpenter didn't want to do a sequel. I think that's Uh, right. And they wanted to kind of franchise it out. Did he have anything to do with the second one? Um, Actually, you know what I I remember is they wanted to do an anthology. Sorry, I'm talking about That's what three is. Yeah. So, so... My under, excuse me. My understanding is that two, they brought an end to Michael Myers. 
And that, that mm-hmm. might have been Carpenter saying, like, we have to end it, like, definitively. But then they yeah. wanted to continue on. And so the idea was to make Halloween 3 an anthology, and they were going to keep making those. But Halloween 3 didn't do well, which is too bad because I think it is a good movie. It's really weird. Yeah. But it's kind of the black 3 is really weird. But you know that I'm not a fan of child death, so... Yeah, yeah. You might want to explain that. that movie's rife with it. (laughs) Right. To anyone listening, is you kind of... You won't watch anything with uh, children dying, correct? That is correct. uh, That is just a... It's cheap, for one. I I don't care for that as a scare. You know, the child endangerment in this movie... I'm not going to say it's fine, but like... Everybody survives. It's great, right? Right. They're scarred for life, obviously, but um, it, it, it's fine. But, but you when do... you're killing kids in the movie, I just think it's it's just gross. Right. And you you draw that line. It's like teenagers is different, right? Or is it? Well, teenagers that I know are played by like 26 year olds, like you right. know, yeah, it's, yeah a whole different game like right. the 80s was perfect for teenage horror movies because they didn't care if the person looked 30 right They're like yeah he's 15 you're like okay yeah, yeah he shaves a lot. and that was fine but when they're they're they look like children i'm like uh that's yeah like kids, you know kids. i don't like what they're doing to the actor right you know yeah especially if they put him in something very gross you know yeah no like that's, they, that's, that's a real so person doing a, a thing so, um, but, but uh, go on. Oh, that just might be a reason why we don't um, look into certain movies. Oh, absolutely. That yeah. is that is a deal breaker for me. So if you're like, well, you know, if you like this, why didn't you do this? I'm not going to do that. Right. Uh, like, uh, for instance, uh, Possession. I I don't think I'll watch that again <laughs> or all the way through. Is that There's... that's the one I told you about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that yep. involve a kid? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the I'm sorry. Couple divorcing has a child, and uh, wow, uh, that's a rough movie, man. See, that is a rough movie. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a rough. I I did say that. You, um, you but did I warn remember. me that. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> you know what's not so a rough I movie though. What's that? That's okay. The fog. The fog. Yeah, that's the fu- that okay. was a rough movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna yeah. I so, uh-huh. um, I I've seen a lot of Carpenter, but a lot of it is like I saw a late teenager, which you know I'm getting up there. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't um I don't there there's a couple that that I remember um pretty well, and, and I'll revisit like Halloween. Um, the thing is a big one. Yeah. Um, the fog, I didn't remember, but looking mm-hmm. at the timeline, because I believe the fog was 1980, right? So yep. it's that's right off the tails of Halloween, mm-hmm. and um, right, it's in between Halloween and the thing. So knowing right. that, and I think both of those are two of kind of the great horror films. Uh, the thing I actually. I think it's a better, uh, the best of, you know, between that and Halloween. I think that the, we already the thing went down is that just, love fest. yeah, it's just kind of a uh, perfect film. So 
but it yeah. kind of set my expectations because I'm like, oh wow, like this is so he's he's learned a lot in Halloween, and Halloween he's got um, it's it's really distinct what he's doing, right? So he, he made yeah. a slasher film. There's a lot of um, really cool imagery. Uh, Michael Myers is kind of used to kind of stalk people. Like you'll see him, like a strong silhouettes, right? Where you see him, and then he's yeah. not there. And then right. you've got the kind of insane practical effects, body horror of the thing. So I'm like, right. this is going to be... And I mean, the premise is, for people who don't know, um, it involves pirate zombies. Uh, surrounded in fog, <laughs> right? So I'm like, this is yeah. going to be awesome. There's a little more to it. Yeah. Uh, very little more. <laughs> like, well, don't build okay. it up. <laughs> so, okay. so I'm so, not going to yeah, build it up. You, I'm I just going to say. Okay. Let, me, let okay. me hear your take. All right. So, like, I don't know where Antonio Bay is supposed to be set, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's California with a name like that. But I didn't know they were known for their lighthouses. So okay, yeah, um, no, that's news to me. Yeah, but there is a curse on the town. Yes, right. Yes, and it's the eve of the town's centennial celebration. Yes, and that's when the fog rolls in. Right. Okay, but that doesn't really make it any better. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's more of a plot than just like zombie pirates. Well, okay, maybe there isn't. They're I'm not really, shunning this movie. So, so I, I'm so, not. So it's fine if if people like it, right? There are some things mm -hmm. that I think were done really well. Like there's imagery of the fog rolling in um, to the coast, right? And mm -hmm. there's some oh, really there's a solid joke in the beginning when like it's a beat of three. Uh, she says there's a fog bank going to roll in and the guy's drinking and he's looking out there and he's like, there ain't no fog. Mm -hmm. Looks out there again. He's like, no fog. He's like, hey, there's fog. Hey, there's that fog that she talked about. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. And she, to clarify, she is a radio broadcaster in a lighthouse, mm -hmm. which is yep. a really specific set up mm -hmm. right yep and she's using kind of a sexy radio voice which i also thought was kind of weird what i loved is she plays jazz for this coastal fishing village right they love jazz right. these guys are like water hicks they're water hicks that love jazz these they guys just are like, love smooth jazz uh, good like, good old yeah. yeah they're like blue collar uh you know they're fishermen yeah Right? Yeah, and she's coming on the radio like, so that, all my friends out there at So that's sea. funny. Actually, yeah. right. No, it's, it's she's using this sexy uh, radio yeah. voice. And that's Absolutely. her like, persona. <laughs> out of a lighthouse. Which I, I think the more we talk about it, like I think had I watched this with you, it would have mm -hmm. been a lot more fun. Right? So talking about it time now watching with it. you. Right, but you're yeah. surrounded by family. I'm just... Me, right? <laughs> just, just, I, I got off work. I like I work graveyard, right? So I, I come yeah. home and I'm like, okay. And my whole plan was to sit down with this. I'm gonna I'm gonna take notes because I was expecting something, I don't know, 
uh, something made in between Halloween and the thing. And I think what I got was like, it's sandwiched in between two of, I think, the greatest horror movies ever mm-hmm. made. Same, same uh, director, right? So I was excited. And I feel like what I got was that that feeling that the girl in Halloween must have had when her boyfriend, you know, a minute later he's putting on his shirt. It was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was, I, okay. I was like... I'm with you. I, I Yeah, I was sitting there, and I'm fully prepared. Like, I'm going to take notes. And as the movie went on, I was like, this isn't... This is this is barely holding my attention, right? Okay, and so I did take I notes, made... and I do have a couple things I wanted to point out. Okay, I so okay. real quick, I was just gonna say mm-hmm. the the standouts. So the idea is so there's a curse on the town, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. and someone has stolen gold or stole gold yes. from these pirates. Um, it's the you know 100 year anniversary. And this fog Mm -hmm. rolls in. And so just to kind of uh, give a basic idea, wherever the fog goes, right, it surrounds, say it surrounds your house, then you are surrounded by these leper pirates, right? But they're polite. They they just... They they uh, knock on your door. They just kind of stab. Yeah, they do. Okay. They do knock on the door. Only after you open the door. they're, They're polite to a point. They won't come in yes. until you open the door. Okay. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> if, I got a knock at the, if I got a knock at the door and I opened it and immediately I was stabbed in the face, I wouldn't be thinking, oh, that was poor. You would not. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you there. Yeah. But the knocking is rude, too, I guess. They're, they're not knocking so much as pounding on the no, door. No, they they're pounding but, like the police. Uh, yeah. It's like a yeah, SWAT team a, knock. Let me in, uh, Cam. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, uh, I, I wanted on. to say um, what I did like. Mm. So that idea, the idea of a, a fog rolling in. So fog is cool. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend it isn't. I love it. Um, and that idea, like it even, like in video games, they've used it to good effect, like with Silent Hill, right? Where it's almost a character in and of oh, itself. Yeah. Right. So that's Fantastic really game. cool. Yeah. Um, the there are shots where you see the fog rolling in that look they're mm-hmm. clearly of their time, right? The effects, but they're still cool. Like it still looks really cool. And then it looks there, good, yeah. Yeah. And then there are effects where they use actual, like non I guess non animated fog, like they pumped in a bunch of fog and they do some camera tricks. Yeah. Um, that mm-hmm. look really great. The the I leper think, again, makeup for such a cheap movie, it, it looks good. Yeah, okay, you don't see it that often because they're really cutting away from it. You see arms. You see <laughs> arms a there are, lot. There are a lot of arms. It's mostly arms. Yeah. So if they like, had there's named... just one scene when Adrian Barbeau is on top of the lighthouse. Yes. And you're like, oh, oh, that's bad. And, well, and you I gotta think give a little they context. use they real mill worms on that. So there's something yeah. there. So mm-hmm. if they had named this movie yeah. Arms! Exclamation point, it would have made as much sense. In the as fog? The fog. Yeah, Arms in the Fog. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's 
visually it is i think it is pretty but it just i i was i stopped immediately uh taking notes because i'm like okay i get it like it's real basic which isn't necessarily a bad thing but it's i just found it low basic incredible i'll ask you one question right, right now i said what did the protagonist do for a living um i have no uh, idea he drove around yeah, and looked for I don't, boats. I don't remember. Like, so he, he he's introduced. Was he the protagonist? Right? I'm not even clear. Uh, on he's who a the guy. Was. It, 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 no. I don't know. Maybe Stevie did, Wayne, did anyone Adrian in Barbeau's that movie have an arc? Is the did anyone have an arc? <sighs> did they have an arc? One thing, like things do start to escalate quickly. And everybody just accepts it. It's like, like a game of improv where they're like, "Yes, anding the the premise." Right. They're just like, "Yes, the fog is killing people, and there's zombies, and we have to stop it." Yeah. I don't know. There's, so, there's... the motivations yeah. weren't clear. Unless, so right. I was so bored that I just missed the the motivation right no so, so no, it just becomes this we need to survive each character got a piece of information right yeah but yeah. like so they knew about this book that fell out of a wall for some reason and the priest reads it right and it has the backstory that you need right to so understand the, the movie but in the, right in the beginning of the film there's a priest sitting at a table and i believe that's when his little mm -hmm. like protege I don't know, mini priest. I don't know what it was. Uh, he comes in and says, "Hey, Father, like, can I get paid?" And he goes, "Why don't you come in tomorrow at yeah. six instead of four? And the guy just goes, "Okay," and he he leaves. And the priest pours himself a drink, and he gets up. And mm -hmm. then there's a moment where a stone fall, falls out of the wall <laughs> where he was sitting. Right. So I thought, no, oh, it okay. doesn't fall; it explodes out of the wall. Okay. Yeah, and it lands yeah. where basically it would have hit him in the head, right? And then he looks up, and there's mm -hmm. a book, and that's right. That's it. Like that's it's yeah. really lame, right? And so it's I feel a lazy like, plot device. Oh, one hundred percent. And then it's like, okay, yeah. there's treasure, um, mm -hmm. and they all had clues. Different yep. people had that's, clues. That's what is right. Mm -hmm. And they had to come together. To solve the clues, to find the gold. Yeah, I yeah, like I wasn't. I, yeah, they had to find the gold in order. I don't know. I don't know. This movie was very confusing. So, so the which is odd because it was so simple. Like it managed to be both like well, extremely here, I'm simple just cut to the end. Okay. So, they 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 do they find the gold. The gold is in the cross on the wall. And then they have this weirdly protracted scene where the priest and the zombie leader is holding on to it. You don't know what's going on there. Then well, he no, pulls he the priest says, off, and then the zombies on. all disappear. So he says what's going on. Oh, he does? On. Yeah, the priest says what, that... What was going on? So it comes out that the priest is the descendant of... The, so they read in the book that... The the gold was stolen mm -hmm. from these leper. They're pirates. I'm like that's they're pirates. You look at them, they're pirates. There's a pirate <laughs> ship. They've got flags, okay. cutlasses, hooks. Sure. So this this guy a hundred years ago stole their gold. I'm not going to negate it. Yeah, 
this mm-hmm. is just for the listener like anyone if you if you, the the person who listens to this watch the movie and get back to get don't back watch to the me. movie no i think i <laughs> i need to know if they think it's a pirate or just a plane <laughs> it's a pirate spoiler alert if you're following so, the story it's lepers but if you're watching the movie it's pirates right so there's a cognitive dissonance going okay, on. Okay, so movie. for some reason that makes even less sense. Okay, they're lepers, right? So a hundred years mm-hmm. ago, this guy stole the lepers' gold. You know, famous lepers' gold, right? Stole mm-hmm. gold from the lepers, and mm-hmm. the priest realizes that he's the descendant of that person. So when he confronts the head leper, who's dressed like a pirate, who's mm-hmm. after his gold. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. He he tells the the leper pirate. He said, "I'm the descendant of this guy who stole your gold," and so he he basically says, "This is on me." Then he holds this giant gold cross, and the leper pirate grabs onto the cross, and he's got some cool glowing eyes. The leper. You think you like that part? I I kind of did. At that point, it was just like, oh, that's something. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and so they're both hanging on to this cross, this gold cross that starts glowing, and it looks like mm-hmm. it's electrocuting both of them. Or actually, it looks like they're going to catch on fire, right? But they're yeah. they're both men are glowing. Then... I think uh, they're smoking too, aren't they? Yeah, there's a little bit of that. It looked like they were going to combust. Yeah. Th- then one of the other um, survivors grabs onto the priest and pulls him off of the cross, and he's yeah. fine, which is really, I thought for sure the dude's cooked. And then mm-hmm. the leper, not a pirate, disappears. Yeah. Right? And every leper pirate right. disappears. They all disappear. Everybody's safe now. The, the fog and rolls then, out. Yep. Everyone's like, oh, the fog is gone. No one no yep. one even says, that was weird. And then the weirdest thing happens. Yes. The, the priest mutters to himself about how he wish he died for some reason. Oh, I was going to say what's, what it makes even less sense. So the broadcaster lady gets on with her sexy voice because throughout Mm -hmm. the film she was separated from her child and so she was using the broadcast to communicate to the rest of the town like someone please save my kid he's surrounded by the fog and she's trying to get messages to him that she loves him that she she hasn't abandoned him so she gets back on the horn and says like Uh the fog is leaving but keep an eye out for the fog because the fog could be back. And I don't know where you get that from, right? Just given the information we've got, they solved the problem and mm-hmm. the fog goes away. But she doesn't know that. She she doesn't, but that's like they're blindly accepting. We know it's through dra- dramatic irony. She doesn't know. But the, everyone has blindly accepted everything until this point. So It's true. If, if you give me a solution to the the fog problem and i'm like what would bring the fog back we solved the problem right yeah fog leaves mm-hmm. everybody's safe and but she's like watch out for the fog and then mm-hmm. was the, she right the priest is it the priest 
I think it's the priest. Yep. Yeah, he's it's the priest ba- who looks like Edgar Allan Poe. He's back in his little abbey church, and behind him, the fog starts rolling out from under a door, mm-hmm. and then the zombies back for no reason. Uh, I, I was so confused. It's very confusing because. Yeah, he, he's muttering to himself, like I said, and he's like, I wish they'd taken me because I'm the ancestor. It doesn't make sense. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we we left, but we totally forgot to kill you. So we're back to do that and see. Yeah, it, the, and the biggest problem with it is it wasn't scary. No, right? no, I it f- wasn't I, even. Ju- I felt it was nothing. a slow scare. But it, it wasn't he, even a slow scare. It just was slow. You're right. It was. He's like, I'm going to die. And uh, yeah. And I just like, I think I was expecting so much because this is mm-hmm. right in between. Like, pound for pound, I think the thing is one of the scariest movies ever made. Like, it, that's how it affects me, right? Um, the Halloween. So, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't think Halloween's that scary, but I the premise I I can see, the premise is scary. Right? I like it. I, I liked Halloween. I, I watching it now as an adult. I won't say mature adult, but I will say adult. Um, and I, I can see like I'm like, well, this movie's not scary. This movie is interesting, and it's kind of suspenseful and a little fun. This one was neither really fun. No. Nor interesting. Right. It had a really fun premise, like pirate zombies. You can call them lepers. Mm-hmm. They're pirates. That's fun. Mm-hmm. You like, made that point. <laughs> right. I also like the idea that, um, and I think they did this, but so the fog would go under, and I could be wrong, but the fog would go like, let's say under a door, and then they would just be yeah. wherever that fog was. When the, didn't they just kind of materialize? Right. I think that that's intentional. Right. Yeah. That w- that that's a cool idea. There there there's a bunch of really cool ideas. There's some really cool visuals with the fog, and it just falls flat. So, I don't disagree, and I think that's why they did the remake. And the remake, oh, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't get through. Oh, I I, please. I started watching. I bought it because it was like, oh, you bought it. <laughs> five to rent and six to own you and own so it. i was like yeah. okay well uh, i'll own it you, you and lost so i dollar. started watching it <laughs> yeah i did <laughs> i lost more than a dollar i lost about half an hour of my time uh, oh so you... superman from smallville is in it and Ew. uh okay. <laughs> he's a pretty attractive guy pretty cut mm. you know nice. uh they add new elements into it his uh the oh, hitchhiker like is actually his girlfriend uh, well, he's a Flanderer boat captain who has a friend on the ship that uh, breaks open the sack that contains pirate treasure, or leper treasure, oh, actually. so they go into that. Yeah. And so Elizabeth okay, the Hitchhiker, uh, who was Jamie Lee Curtis, is actually his girlfriend. Okay. And uh, then it just was so boring and stupid I turned it off, so I can't go too far into it, but it was... It took those interesting elements and tried to make another movie out of it, and I just, I just lost interest. I, uh, you know, um, I might even just now cut I'm kind of curious it, as to no what they did w- with the ending. Like, I'm kind of curious. Like, for you, I would watch that this bad movie. Just like I'm not finishing and, it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I didn't finish it. 
I, I made it, I, I think maybe 30 minutes into it. So, and it was like longer than had, needed to be. If we weren't going to get on a podcast and talk about, I wouldn't have finished the original one. Um, yeah. I, it, to, to me, it just doesn't. So it's a strong recommend for me. Mm -hmm. um, great film. <laughs> so I think we need to change the premise of the show because obviously our first outing with John Carpenter was love the first movie, tepid on the second movie. Love the first movie on this one. Reject the second movie. Um, we highly recommend Halloween as far as a good film goes and The Fog as far as a great film goes. Yes, yes. I think <laughs> nice if, time in. when people think about John Carpenter, as mm -hmm. time goes on, they will forget Halloween and the thing, but they'll remember the song. <laughs> okay, goodbye.